0: It's been a hot minute since we've had a highly talked-about show that we uh, that we have maybe talked some, about, maybe mm-hmm, that we have some differing opinions on.
1: Well, that's pretty common, to be honest. But uh, I guess, but
0: this one of the one of the hype train supremes. I don't know.
1: I think that's part of my issue.
0: I, I, I so we got something to talk about in this bloodbath of an episode. I guess. <laughs> All right, clap me off, my guy. I know your hands occupied with Lacroix. Welcome back to Epology, everybody. I am your calorie deficient professor, Ricky. I'm, I'm Spence. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm your professor Ethan. My body's eating itself right now, dude. It's just, it's just going after all the tissue. I think both of us have plenty to for our bodies to eat. Let's be real. I, 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 frankly, you can eat a little bit of it. I don't, I don't mind that. I got this is. I feel as though if the apocalyptic winter came around now, we'd be in pretty good shape. Have you ever watched that show Alone? No, I've heard of it, though. Basically, you just, like, go
1: survive by yourself or whatever in the woods, and there's, like, ten people, and whoever stays out in the woods the longest, like, wins the money, right?
0: Oh, okay. Is it kind of like, it's it's kind of a play on, like, the, like, alone, naked and afraid or whatever the fuck? That yeah, sh- yeah, a little bit, except okay. it's, like,
1: ten people are surviving in the same, like, biome essentially but in different parts of the island or something oh wood watch wood watch it is pretty interesting but anyway like sometimes these dudes come out like just freaking fat okay what how no 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 (laughs) like like go there fat oh okay and it's just like absolutely obscene to see how fast people just like
0: Shed weight when they just like basically eat. I don't know. It's ex- four hundred calories a day, and like has to work to actually get those four hundred calories. Right, like work for it. That's funny. I mean, that's kind of what our bodies are built for, right? Like it's literally built to store that shit in in the the case of survival.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It just like when I see the shows like that, I'm like, okay, how do people even like last this long? Because it seems like so obscenely difficult to even like catch one piece of food.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Or like yeah. to
1: forage, like, I don't know, 14 mushrooms. And it's like, well, there's no calories in there. Like, <laughs> like what do you, like, I just don't get how you even survive. But, you know, anyway, we it, could, we could both go out in the woods for like, I don't know. A month and not have a problem. Probably I don't know. I feel so like fat like boys.
0: There's nine other nine other uh, creatures out there with a lot of meat on their bones. I can probably get after it if I really needed to survive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think cannibalism is allowed on this television program. He was talking about. Island rabbits. Duh. Uh, what do you think I was talking about? Like humans? Cannibalism? Uh, yeah. that's. Uh, I Don't bring that fucking carnage in here, all right? I'm not a cannibal. And speaking of carnage... Speaking of carnage... <laughs> and they God damn it. trying <laughs> to slip that one in there. Today we're talking about a show that everyone and their grandma's hot about. And for, I would say, good reason, but some of us in the room would say the reason isn't good enough for the hype that was generated literally frothing at the mouth yeah i think they're hot and clobbered <laughs> <laughs> the, the community was was grasping just for the next ep every single week and uh i'm maybe not here to necessarily defend them but to enlighten maybe where that hype has come from and maybe in the runtime of the show what people saw so ethan what are we talking about today Today, we are talking
1: about 2022's potentially largest hyped show of the year,
0: Chainsaw Man. Yes, Chainsaw Man, written by Fujimoto, who is... I learned today, he's 30 years old. He's as old as me. He's as old as us. And... Wow. Like, literally, it's... Just just taking that into account, shocking the talent out of this guy. Like, he, he is probably people are calling him up there with like the um i don't know the toriyamas and the and the uh you know kubos of the world i mean he's his paneling and i've and this is one well, of the I few you times should, first of all chill yeah. the
1: fuck out if you start talking about
0: kubo i'm just saying I'm or just, oda or any of those dudes i'm just saying chill uh, uh mm, i chill fam i can come at this very rarely can I do this, but come at this from a manga reader perspective, because I'm 100% caught up with the manga all the way through volume 11. Um, and it is so fucking good to read that manga. It's incredible. Like, the panels are easy. The, the layout is beautiful. But we're not here to talk about the manga. We're talking about, here to talk about the anime. But I will be bringing some manga references, because I think some <coughs> things they hit, some things they don't in the show, which is fair, I guess. Um, and I don't know. Uh, maybe I came in with a little bit too much hype, and I, I have a, a a backlog of doing that, admittedly. Um, but I'm trying to temper that to give a real, objective view here to try to uh, try to sell it, try to really show why this show deserves a good bit of the hype, but maybe it was overblown in some cases. So I don't know. You literally finished it up right before we started recording. Initial thoughts: you, your your first exposure period to this IP. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, so early on when we had talked, like, after three episodes, I was pretty negative on it just because, like, I didn't know where the fuck this was going. Like, even at that point, you don't know what the big bad is yet. Yeah, that's fair. Of, like, I guess really the first couple arcs, right? Um, And then also, like, they're extremely light on exposition in terms of, like, what even is the conflict in this world up to that point, right? And Uh, so... Yeah. Um I don't know I was pretty like negative on it obviously but having watched the whole thing I'm I would say less negative on it from like an entire like show perspective like I think it was really well um animated well drawn like a cool kind of aesthetic but overall I think like story wise it's pretty weak considering the amount of hype that it received Interesting Um and then You know, I love when, you know, big characters die, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, I I do feel like you need to actually make them important to the show before you kill them off, rather than, like, all right, we're going to introduce a character in episode seven. Episode eight, they're fucking dead. You know what (laughs) I mean? It's it's just, like, a little bit, like, I would have liked a little bit more time to sit in the world and, like, actually enjoy the... Quote unquote world building that I feel like does not exist in this twelve episode little snippet, and like I don't know, I just wish I guess like it's it's kind of tough because like a lot of shows you 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 think like wow, they really should have wrapped this up in like I don't know ten episodes, but this is a case where I feel like this twelve episodes should have been spread over probably fifteen, and we should have gotten more like in depth stuff like um there's a sequence like near the end where it's like in 3 episodes all of a sudden um Powy and our boy Denji go from like untrained dorks to like having the the best hunter say okay we don't need to like keep fighting as much because you guys are like good now you know and it's like you it was basically all off screen there's a couple like scraps on screen but like like anime and and like the IP in general like shonen's I think require some of those like training arcs or else it's just like a little weird when people just like
0: become stronger. So a couple rebuts to that. I mean, some of the points you had there, I, Rebut I would me, Oh yeah. A couple rebuts. Um, One, I, I feel as though the first three episodes did a pretty sufficient job at building the, the tenants of the world that we're in. I mean, what did you get in the first three here? Here's, and speaking of the world, we'll kind of lay it down for you as I kind of give this, little rebut rant uh, what you have is starting out with our main character denji this dude you learn off the rip is basically a degen and he's a D-gen. He he's a straight up degen he wishes for very little in life his his dream right up top is to just live a moderately cushy life not even like you know uh any grandstand th- like uh Aspirations, which I'll get into why I think that's super awesome for a shonen to do later. But you have this world that has been real. Like you realize, devils exist, and there are people that profit off of hunting those devils, and there are people that do so for the safety of the community. You have the stakes of the world. You have devils and those that oppose them. Devils' entire uh, like fact of being is to just eat humans. Okay, that's, it. did you feel like, I don't know, for me, from a world building perspective, and we got more of the systems and the bureaucracy of of the public safety office, of hunting those devils, but did you, did you feel like you needed more? I, I don't know, I felt like I didn't need more than that then, you don't get more than that in something like a Black Clover in your first even like 15 episodes, you have, you know, the, the tenets of the world, like the process of getting your grimoire, your your process of becoming a mage, you... I don't think you got any more or less of world building in the first like half than you would in any other half of a big shonen. Like, well, I, I don't I don't I don't think I, I would see that in any other. Like, it didn't deliver more than I would expect from a shonen in the first six. In in my mind. But um, you
1: said you don't think it delivered more than you would expect from any other show. I I don't think
0: it needed to. Like that's what I'm saying. It uh, say, I Jujutsu, agree. It yeah, did not Jujutsu Kaisen same same amount of world building in its first 6. So to what end is it lacking in that world building for you? I mean that's that's my that's my take is that it gave me enough well, to pull me through. Like yeah, okay, I'm learning more. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting hints of things to be alluded like, on later. as you
1: well know, the story is not even related to anything that we've worded like kind of learned about so far in the first twelve. Do you know what I mean? Like at least when you think about Jujutsu Kaisen, which is in my opinion a very good contemporary for this, just because of the timing in which the show and that show are coming out are are pretty similar. The manga are concurrent at the same time, right? And they're they're frankly um very uh, akin. Analogous, yeah. let's just say. Yeah. Um and I feel like at the at the very least, they're like, hey, the Curse king is the bad guy we're going to have to deal with. You that's, know what I mean? That's fair. Uh, and, I mean, and yeah. so like I am aware that they show up kind of like, I don't know, a couple arcs from now and then tell you what the actual point of the whole show is. And like, I get it. Like, that's interesting, but maybe not so much an interesting like first season. You
0: know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. I, I can I can kind of see where you're coming from there. You, you, maybe you're looking for more revealing of the world, like peeling more of the onion back a little bit, trying to get more layers of it. Well, like, it just
1: feels like a very fast 12 episodes, like so much so that like it feels like I didn't have any time to live in this world at all. That's... Like even a show that I didn't like at first, Fire Force... Yeah, I felt like you lived in that world a little bit more than this. Even
0: that is a fair take. And I wanted to bring that up though, where I was doing some thinking when we had just talked before, you know, it took a beat to, to start recording. And I was thinking like, yeah, that was going to be one of my main gripes is that this show feels very fast paced compared to the manga. But I did a little little looking downstairs in. I, I just thumbed through some of the volumes. They actually didn't skip any beat from the manga and it kind of hit me that this is one of those really rare examples where I feel as though coming from a manga and anime perspective, I read that I read the manga kind of at the pacing. I felt I wanted to, I lingered on some of those scenes more. I went through the fights a lot faster because I was just like engaged. And I feel as though that the pacing of manga is a con not necessarily a controllable thing, but a subjective Thing and that's why paneling and layouts are so important in that medium. There are some things here that they should have lingered on that they didn't. There are some things that they did linger on that they probably didn't really have to. And I don't know. It the story that Fujimoto put on paper was so masterfully done. I don't know if you could properly illustrate that pacing in anime. So it felt fast, but. No, it didn't skip anything. Nothing was missed, which is very fascinating. I didn't feel like it was rushed on the page, but I felt like it was rushed on the screen. Maybe that is an adaptation problem. Hmm. Inherently not the story's problem. Because um, it really only took up the first four volumes, maybe into the fifth. And if, if you paste that out, we're looking at a three core if it stops at 11. That's about right. Like you can do the the last like six, three and three is easily, easily. There's a lot of content there. So I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're onto something that the adaptation felt rushed, but no, it didn't skip anything. It did hit everything.
1: Well, then maybe the story is just a little boring. (laughs) So I don't understand how you like how it could feel that aggressively fast. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because like they'll bring up a character and then kill him off in the next episode, which is I would say pretty bad story writing. Like the reason that like Neji's death mean, meant anything was because we lived with him for so long. I I understand the point of like, okay, there's certain characters where like in, in shows and stuff where you don't know them for very long, but they made a great impact. Himono is one of those who does do that, but then you just like instantly kill them off. It's just I don't know. It's a very I think tight rope to walk, and really thin ice to you know skate upon. Yeah, skate yeah. upon. Yes, and personally, I don't know if it worked well here. The only good part about it was it was like a good opportunity for Dingy to be like, "Why am I not crying about all these people that died?" It's like, "Oh yeah, because I'm a fucking lunatic." Let's let's before we get into kind of
0: that element of it because my i guess my higher level point i can go into a little bit a bit more is i think to myself does every death of a titular character not titular but kind of main core cast have to mean something does it have to mean anything every time does it have to hit this massive emotional impact i felt something definitely not not for Himono's like death but aki's reaction a hundred percent that was the emotional hit for me. Not inherently her death, but the price for those who are living that have to pay for it. Especially someone like Aki, who's like, we saw the flashbacks. Because it didn't mean a lot to us is not the point. It meant something to him and seeing him in pain was the hit for me. The words left unsaid. The words left unsaid. Easy revenge, baby. But... No. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she never told him she loved him. I know. Yeah. But the... uh The main character well i mean
1: like shock yeah. and awe is good though occasionally like think about the beginning of solo leveling you don't know like any Ooh. of the characters with him very mo- for yeah. very long yeah but you watch them all get fucking decimated in a second and then you're like okay this is
0: serious yeah right like you you using death of main encore main in the moment cast can have varying different effects Solo leveling did that beautifully like you said no, you didn't really care too much. You knew the names; you, they got a bit of their personalities, but then they were all waxed in like the right. first moment, and you realize we're in the shit. Like our boy song's in the shit. Shit.
1: I uh, even think maybe Jujutsu Kaisen because it's it honestly is visually extremely similar too. It is, but it is. It did a better job of showing like the vast chasm of power between between like our main character who for whatever reason is still freakishly good. He's like uh, a
0: physical God. Yeah. Freakishly good. And,
1: uh, and like the true curse bad guys, right? Like the, the chasm is visible, but in this it's just like, yeah, Denji who obviously is like a complete fucking dweeb just like running around with an ax is somehow still waxing things.
0: Yeah. I, I really wanted to talk about Denji's main character because of exactly what you said. He's very interesting to me. He is a very drab general looking acting dude. And uh, you know, this his story starts out that he is hunting devils with his little sweet boy, Puchita, and uh he's going around doing odd jobs, as we as we know, killing devils for the essentially the Yakuza. And the reason being is that when his father died when he was really young, that piece of shit left his kid, not impl- explicitly, but implicitly, with a massive amount of debt. And the Yakuza's like, uh, yeah, your dad owed us, like, kind of a lot of motherfucking money, and if you don't do something about it, we'll kill you by tomorrow. So, come up with the cash. And he's like, hold on, I got, uh, hold on, hold on, I got this little little dog, look, 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 it's a craftsman. I could, I could pull its tail and it turns into a chainsaw. I'll hunt devils for you. Okay. We then see him as an adult and you realize one titular thing about him is that he is a reactive character. Completely reactive. No sense of proactivity or agency whatsoever. He literally is uh, a character who re- is all in response to everything stimuli coming at him. From the moment we see him He's only doing these jobs to pay off his debt that was forced upon him. He's a devil hunter because he was in that situation. He didn't actively choose it. He did it as a response. He became, we learn and see, that he is (laughs) betrayed and the Yakuza enlists the power of a devil to uh, chew him up, spit him out, put him in a fucking trash can, literally dismembered. But uh-oh, puccina has got other plans and becomes his motherfucking heart. With a drawstring in his chest, he can then pull it and become Chainsaw Manu. He is a uh, pretty badass design, but again, still reactive. He is reacting to everything. He's a reactive character. And I think this story is kind of him coming into his own in sense of understanding what it means to be an, a character of agency. Someone who can take a little bit of uh, initiative in his life. But it's really interesting to see that shonen, a Shonen story takes such a reactive character measure because i think he is in stark contrast to uh, most most other shonen mcs i don't know if you agree he is definitely a unique breed amongst the high high level playing shonens out there
1: yeah i mean i'd say he's definitely unique i wouldn't say it's a good unique personally i think per um this first core aki is really the main character of the show and our guy, Denji, is just this D-Gen side character who then will become the main character once he's not such a fucking loser D-Gen.
0: I, I don't know. I, I see them as kind of like a similar... Like, we've talked about binary systems in the past. We almost have like a tert... Like a... Not binary. Tertiary? Tritary system? I don't ter- know. Not tertiary, but like a three... A Three-pronged... Th- Three-pronged approach here, right? Yeah. You have Denji who... Not only is he a character who achieves... His goal, like I said, is to live a life where he's not eating like a fucking trash panda, and, you know, he just wants to live not even good, just, like, competently. And he achieves that in episode two... Early episode two, essentially. So, we have a character... You know, Naruto wants to become Okage. We have people who want to protect their friends. We have Wizard King aspirations. We have the whole nine of grandstanding things... Denji's a character that kind of slaps that ideal in the face and says, you know, being an MC in a shonen is inherently about having a goal and fighting to get there. Who's to say his goal is any better than anyone else's? He still fights just as hard. He still rips as much as he can, being a absolute beast at times for a goal that seems mundane. Is there anything inherently wrong with that? I love that that's the question it's kind of posing with a character like Denji. Who cares if the goal is I want to touch tits? Who cares? He wants to eat food and touch boobs. And he's going to fight his ass off to get it. Is that any more or less kind of uh, inspiring to someone than being Hokage? Which is interesting. It, it may be an interesting more... I think yes, less inspiring. Is it any less worthy of a goal? Who knows? That's, that's what I think I'm saying. Is that it, can the mundane be as driving as something as, uh, you know... Uh, lofty is the wizard king right well for him yeah for the audience absolutely not i don't know uh, i i i found it ju- that was my my take might be it's just a, like different than that it's just i i love seeing a shonen mc fight as hard as any other one out there for something so silly so silly for us silly for my comparison like it, it's so mundane but like he's kind of understanding that like wait i just i just achieved my goal now, what? Now, what do I do? But it's mundane. It, it, it catches me off guard. I, I don't know. I love the way his art keeps me on my toes a bit. That, like, what's his next move? What, what does he want next? I don't know. Hmm. Just my two cents. But Denji, being a guy who loves living and is just happy to be alive every day of his life, is a brilliant contrast to Aki who is a guy who is so militant, so one-note focused on the goal that he has, that he is so eager to march to his death. You see it everywhere in his power set, right? He literally has a sword that just shaves years off his life as part of the contract. He is so okay with flying him, body, mind, and soul into the unknown just for another chance at achieving his goal. He's so eager to die. He's so eager to die once, like in, in uh, pursuit of his goal, where Denji is like, I'm just happy to be here, man. I'm just happy to be here. And, you know, Aki's like, I, I'm not happy to be here until I'm done with my task. And I love that there's like that, them together is just, like hot and cold, yin and yang. I love it. I don't know. It's a good time for me. Hmm. I'm not. Sh-
1: I don't know. I. I just. I don't find Dingy an interesting character whatsoever until later in the series. Fair enough. Yeah. Cause um. M- I. I think it takes, like, a supporting cast to make somebody like that interesting at all. It and, is. And it frankly, is. Frankly, yes. The supporting cast is the only thing carrying this twelve core. In yeah. my opinion, um, like even like a, a character that I do like, power. Ooh. She's got a pretty bad overall disposition on life as well she's at least interesting and like funny and like quirky
0: though she is and she is the agent of proactivity like she'll literally no one tells her what to do she does what she wants and again makes for a great third prong in this little thing to one to your point you're 100 percent correct if you have a reactive main character the world around them must react it's a bit of a play on the true north where like they change the world and the characters change with them this is a flip where the where everyone is changing denji or denji's being like literally pulled along like a dog on a leash which we literally see in the show alluded to many times visually um but that supporting cast is quite interesting power is my fucking favorite character in the main kind of core she actually fun fact fujimoto had come out in an interview and said that a certain popular character in Western cartoons was the main inspiration for power. Care to guess what that character is? An agent of chaos and absolute dicketry? Loki? Eric Cartman from South Park. That's horrible. That's what he... that He literally based power on Eric Cartman's mentality. <laughs> like, he said, like... And it works. It works. She's it's oh my god um there's a there's a bit of a an fuck arc you guys, i'm going to yeah essentially she'll <laughs> like fuck you i'm leaving like i don't want i don't want to have to deal with this like um the <laughs> and her complete like she's brash she is she will instigate at the drop of a hat and it's <laughs> she makes for uh, a great foil to drive the story along for those main three um i guess when it comes to devils, it's important to know a bit of the lore here before we continue. Because there's some arcs that I want to talk about why it's so good, for me at least. Devils in this world gain their power by the collective fear of humanity. Kind of a bit of a rip. We've seen this kind of thing before, right? right. Psychological power systems. Jujutsu Kaisen's great at that, but this one takes it a bit more literally. that uh, mob psycho actually kind of touches on this here and there the power of belief adds to the power of the entity they believe in Even origami yeah, there you go i mean there's like uh the, in the beginning we see the tomato devil tomato devil is not very powerful uh, kid denji and uh fucking chainsaw puppy can take it out pretty cleanly um it's all based on fear things that are humans are afraid of generate generate these devils and uh tomato devil I'd like to meet, like, what, the, the 100 people out there that are deathly afraid of tomatoes that spawn <laughs> this thing? Like, oh, my God, it's so ripe on the vine. Fuck, put me in my room, Dad. I don't want it anymore. Ew. <laughs> so some of these concepts uh, make a lot more sense. I mean, shit, Chainsaw Devil makes a lot of sense that it'd be quite powerful. We have the Katana Devil at some point, and we have things like the Eternity Devil. Shit, yeah the bat devil. these are very common fears, so a lot of these devils and why they're so powerful do make a lot of sense like it's I kind of like that element of it that the more the it's a common collective fear of people, the more powerful this devil would inherently be, right and it could change it can change as we saw later um if there was like a big new international news thing about a certain a certain item or a certain concept, well, that devil, if it exists, just got way stronger. If it doesn't exist, it might as well have just gotten made somewhere because everyone is scared of this shit, which is a really interesting thing for me to think about is like, could people control the devils by propagandizing certain things?
1: Yeah, I'd say that's a big hole in this whole strategy. Like, why wouldn't you just do that to every devil that the thing is like, I forget what it's called they're, they're like tokyo district whatever is contracted with just be like
0: wow these are so scary you know oh what i mean no, like pop tart devil oh no and suddenly everyone makes a pop tart devil
1: no i just mean like say like oh my god chainsaws are so terrifying you know what i mean
0: and then essentially bolster up yeah, their own resources exactly that's not bad because i mean like uh, Power is what is known as a fiend. A devil that takes over a human's body, but it's the body has retained its human kind of sanities. Not quite its identity, because I think Power had said, like, the girl that was in this before is no longer with us. But a, a devil that doesn't fully take over attains some human sensibilities and IQ, and most of its human form is considered a fiend. Not really a citizen, not really a human, but... Enough to be a sentient being around and useful in some cases. Um, well, we all know about Power's IQ. Oh my god, it's huge, 100. Massive. It's oh, yeah, uh, 135. Yeah, uh, 175.
1: Duh. Oh, he, he said his is 250. Yeah, mine's 1000. Hey, mine's
0: 1000, 5000. Even <laughs> you can start to see the Cartman parallels here, actually, with some of the shits he says. Um, but yeah, some of these concepts are crazy. I, I don't know how you felt. I, I was interested to talk about the, uh, the Eternity Devil arc that uh, is known in writing as a bottle episode. A bottle episode is kind of where all the characters that, of pertinence are trapped in a singular setting for an entire episode. And, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of shows in Western media have done this, animated or not. And it's pretty effective if you do it right. I think it was pretty well done here. Um, And uh, there's a moment where they realize they can't leave the eighth floor of the place. They're trying to look for this devil, right? And uh, they're trapped there, essentially. And they just keep looping when they try to go down the stairs, up the stairs. They're basically going to starve there. And uh, for reasons that we could talk about later. But I just want to talk that power... In everyone freaking out in their own way. Denji fell asleep. Someone had a panic attack. Someone else is freaking out about starving. Aki smoking cigs and ripping like crazy. Power comes up with the idea of becoming the prime minister. And her first task is to create, what is it? A hundred percent sales tax? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then she said, I'm going to win the Nobel Prize. When I get out of here, I'm getting my motherfucking Nobel Prize. She had basically committed herself to getting a Nobel Prize within like the span of like a couple hours and she's just sitting there thinking about it. I love her character. She is chaos. She it's is great. the most interesting character by far. <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure, for sure. Um but the actual arc of the Eternity Devil was a little like it felt resolved quickly, is all I can say. Yeah. Um uh, I understand it's like a small little road uh speed bump in in Denji's road and the chainsaw man arc overall's like road where it's like not supposed to be that big of a deal but when you tra- when you trap all your characters in this this hotel you would like like sort of a difficult um solution to it I would think like think about I mean honestly the exact same thing happens in Jujutsu Kaisen remember our three little students get trapped in places all the time and they're like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. they're yeah, yeah.
1: frozen in time or whatever. And they got to like solve it themselves. Ooh, gang, we got to split up and look for clues. <clears throat> right. But in this case, it's just like, all right, dingy, you know, go chainsaw some shit. It's just kind of like, it's just overall, I think a really fucking weak story. Unfortunately, it's, I think visually cool. There's like one thing I did want to ask you about visually because sure. it's off putting to me, but I don't know why you like it, but you must because you've never mentioned it before. But in both this show and in Dora Hetero, there's this like weird kind of like jerkiness to the way people walk around.
0: Like uh, expound on that. Cause I feel as though p- the, 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 like, the, are you saying the walking? Cause like episode one, with a certain character i'm going to bring up walking into that warehouse meeting denji for the first time is so it has no business being that smooth of a walking animation it's fucking almost rotoscoped it's beautiful well that might be one example of that not being
1: the case but typically in both of those shows dora hetero and in this show like i've seen it multiple times with aki i've seen it with power even power um, wow. just like the way that they start walking and then like some of their movements are almost like the NPC kind of move back and forth kind of thing.
0: I, I hear you on this metric. Um, when done in 3D, it feels like NPC. What I notice here is they are definitely capturing some, like when it's done in 2D, there seems to be a lot more care in getting the nuances of someone like, you know, standing up momentum taking a step it's less of a repetitive cyclic motion that we saw in like fucking x-arm it's more of a like when someone gets up they don't just like stand they're like kind of shift their weight and get up or when they start to move from a dead stop they start to shift before their first step that's the kind of stuff maybe you're catching and it might be off-putting because it's like those things typically aren't really animated but in both of those shows, those that care has been putting in there to show more realism, and maybe it hits a bit of uncanny valley in your brain. Mm. I'm not sure because maybe I'd, maybe I'd have to see a visual of what you were talking about. But I I didn't notice any of the herky jerky really here. Everything everything had so much care. The I little think it's herky
1: jerky because the characters in the 3D portions are so boxy. They're like not flattened characters. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But in such a way that their edges are
0: sharp almost. That is true. And I actually, uh, again, I'm, I'm coming around to my CG concept. And I think Chainsaw Man did something extremely brilliant here where the CG, all of the CG that excludes the backgrounds. The backgrounds are, are very well done. The cameras are very well done. But when it comes to the characters and the movement, if you notice and you watch the show... Only the devils, or things that, ha- that should be considered devilish, ha- have been made into 3D. Nothing else is 3D. Only the devils are. When Denji turns into Chainsaw Man, he is rendered in 3D for the most part. Every other human, every other thing that is considered human or human-esque, is beautifully done in meticulous 2D. And I find that really interesting. They are leveraging the inherent uncanniness of CG to give things that are supposed to be uncanny that uncanny feeling. I thought that was brilliant and it definitely felt intentional. And there's one reason why Exhibit A Puchita was never 3D. Puchita was meant to be related to on a more emotional and human level. So he was always. Meant to be 2D. So he always was 2D. But all the devils. And when Denji turns into a a raging devil. Or the Katana Man turns into a raging devil. um, All of it was 3D. It added to this really otherworldly uncanny uh, grossness. to 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 the devils in this show. That it was just a really good way to put CG into the show. I was very impressed by that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a, an interesting use of it. I still yeah. think, like, I agree with you. It's not as good looking as like a really well done two D. It's getting know. it's
0: getting close, man. Like, I, I had a really <laughs> I good know, time. Man. I had a really good time with some of those fights, even in the three D three D moments. So. I
1: think the best visual thing that they did in the entire show was the episode. um that it was like a basically a POV
0: from Himeno Himeno or whatever. Oh dude, her walking in drunk into the room. Incredible. Amazing. Was so well done cuz they cuz Denji again was in 2D every single frame. They just literally drew him. You can even see him on the 3D element as a 2D artifact, but they drew every single frame as she walked up and it felt so seamless. The biggest of chef's kiss for that one. Um I will say though, you guys got we got to warn you a little bit. This show's fucking weird. Like it's it's gory. It is weird, and it, in the best way, in my opinion. I mean, shit. There is some really famously gross scenes in this show, and it's literally become a legendary panel in the manga. Um, this, uh... <laughs> I guess, I'll spell it out. Uh, the uh, after party when they finally go uh escape from the eternity devil's trap of the eighth floor everyone everyone's coming out to get some beers everyone's absolutely pounding bruise at this like literally my uh this character i will refuse to name because gonna give her her own little bit um said you know what it's on the agency it's on public safety get literally whatever the fuck you want so everyone is housing beers before they went to fight the eternity devil Jimeno basically told Denji, knowing that his uh, uh, inspiration is the ladies, said, I will give you a kiss with tongue if you go in there and kill this devil. And he's like, you say fucking less and just goes in. He's literally panting with his axe as he walks through the hotel. And then he keeps thinking, when am I going to get my kiss? When am I going to get my kiss? Jimeno's blasted and then says without well, not, it doesn't say without a word as a like, here's your reward and goes to kiss him with tongue but instead of tongue she throws up in his mouth Whoo, we baby uh i gotta tell you i was on a plane when i turned that panel i just <laughs> shut the book i was like oh my fucking god did that just happen <laughs> that was one of the that was like a junji ito page flip that was scary, <laughs> and he uh, he ate it. He just ate it because he's just used to that shit. I guess I'm not really sure. Why. He's a D-Gen. He's a he's a D-gen who used to eat trash. So
1: yeah, he's pretty pretty hard to f- to root for. Is all I can
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I just didn't expect so much. I don't know m- mid energy out of you with Denji. I mean, the, the people are people are. Why would I like Denji? Why? Uh, I mean. You, I think the reasons you have cited for not liking Denji is because of his passivity. So far. Well, he is pass. He's not a main character, for one. Do, does a main character have to be active to be a main character? Yeah. I, I, I disagree. You can have very reactionary characters as a main character. Ones that are strung along. Hell, we literally just watched The Recruit. You want to talk about a reactionary character? Things that happen to rather than him he, he may be a badass in... The moments that he gets, but he is kind of putting himself in these situations. He's reacting to the world as he doesn't really know it. Same thing with Denji. He doesn't really know this world. He's not even a part of it until he's brought into the fold. So, I mean, it's kind of a similar, you know, reactive main character. We just like the recruit because he's got a lot more charisma in the face of that reactivity.
1: Right, so they made a main character who's not only passive, which is hard to pull off, but they also gave him zero charisma. Riz equals big L,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess. Is but he is capable. He's capable. Once he once he pulls that string, he just goes beast mode, and he's capable to get the job done. Like occasionally, he, um, he wins one fight. I two think he fights three fights and he dies how many times? A good bit. I mean, he's a devil. I mean, they 40 all, 50. I mean, they all die that many times. So I mean, I don't know.
1: I I just I guess it I I'm just concerned about the overall story. Like it makes no sense to not train your people. Like they they pick him up off the street essentially and they're like, "All right, either we kill you now or you do what I want, puppy." And he goes, "Woof woof." Yeah, and, and right. And then they throw him on the squad, and then they're like, "All right, I, I guess just don't die, and also don't kill us, and good luck." Rather than just like, "Hey, so we're gonna actually like teach you some stuff, so that you don't die." It's it's just like it's a very I, honestly a reactionary story overall. It's a very odd like strategy. And then like throughout this season, even there's like quite a few things where they're like, ah, people are going to die anyway. Why even worry about them kind of thing, which is an interesting take on like an organization like this. Um, And then there's like they also are really hammering home this idea of like normal people aren't going to survive this role or this world you just got to find the real crazy, you know, screw loose motherfuckers and they'll do well.
0: So that's that's one thing, too, I liked. With all these characters, they all seem believably tweaked, in a way. <laughs> they all seem like they they have not... They're, they're more than quirks. They are huge character deficiencies. But they all feel real. Like, I, can, I, I feel like I can know people with these character deficiencies. Fucking D-Gens and, like... Uptight people that are wound so tight that their head might come off, like an Aki, or people that are just agents of chaos, like Power. I'm pretty sure we have a close friend that that likes to think of themselves as just this wacky, do anything kind of person, and like, (laughs) oh, just like randomly say shit, do shit. Hopefully, there's a reaction from somebody, right? I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. All these character deficiencies, or just like quirks about these people, I I are all believable. Which kind of brings me to like the other ones, like Kobani. Like, one, I will have to say, while everyone hated on her for being annoying as shit in the show, the gag is that in the manga, they kind of have a line where she, like, everyone else in the squad considers her anxiety, like, annoying, but she is reacting, I think, in one of the more believable ways of the reality that there's no way out and you're starving to death. And the only way out is if you kill a fellow teammate. And I think all of her reactions is something i think is pretty reasonable and that's kind of the gag right she's annoying but she reacts probably the most reasonably of everyone else there because if you notice everyone else is either chill totally cool with sleeping (laughs) figuring out how to be prime minister and get a nobel prize like having another panic attack or falling ill in another room, but like trying to be stoic about it. She's actively having an ongoing panic attack about like facing her slow and painful death of starving. And people were like, that's annoying as shit. I'm like, yeah, she was literally postured, postured as an annoying person in general. But her reactions are very, very human and real. So that's kind of the, that's the gag there. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Well, they
1: placed her as timid, but capable. Oh God, we
0: did see some capability out of her. And she is
1: capable. So the question then becomes, why the fuck did she do absolutely nothing in that whole, like, little mini arc? That's her
0: character, is that her capability is hindered greatly by her anxiety. In entirely, entirely hindered by it. But at no other point in the rest of the show
1: is she show no capability. Does that make sense to what I'm saying? So no
0: other... So I guess it's
1: because... She acts in every other scenario. Right, right. And I think it's because... If they're using this as an impetus to say, I didn't act then and like I almost had killed Denji. Yeah. Like maybe I could get behind it, but... It seems like she really has some serious ability. I don't know what the fuck her devil power is, still, but it seems as though she's
0: quite the uh, the knifer. Oh God, she Um, is! I think there's a line. What is she a fucking monkey? Like she's literally leaping and bounding over these like the snake devil, which is wild. Um, The I'm just saying
1: very odd like choice to make a timid character extremely um, capable. And then also have an entire arc where not only is she timid and, frankly, out of her fucking mind, <laughs> but she also is incapable that entire arc.
0: Yeah. She just buckles. She just buckles under everything. Um, and when there's nothing to buckle over or she finally has enough conviction, she goes feast mode. It's, it's kind of crazy. I do think a little bit odd, like from, a I guess, <laughs> overall physics
1: perspective... You claim they claim that they're stuck in this one specific second, yet somehow their bodies are continually getting hungrier. That
0: is, they aren't. They aren't. Yeah, they are stuck in a second. Time is passing within themselves, but the time around them is not. Hmm. So they are just kind of like. Imagine if you if you were to like if you were to have the ability to stop time, and you kind of sat there for a day, and you didn't eat. Well, you'd probably be or sleep. You'd probably be tired as shit and hungry as shit. And when you t- turn time back on, it'd be as if nothing happened. Like, I didn't move or anything like that, but I would be famished. I'd be, like, you know, deprived of sleep. I'm still experiencing internal time. My body is still aging, but the external time has stopped. It's a very weird concept. Yeah, Infinity I don't Devils are know scary. how that really works, though. <laughs> so, given given the fact that Devils exist in these worlds, and there's people that can, you know... Denji being a special case, we know more and more he's a more special case... A few things alluded to that. One, fiends exist, but it's clear Denji's not one of those. Two, every devil in this show has actively come after Denji's heart. So there's something up with the way that he's fused that's special. But another way that you can fight against devils is with the power of contracts. Now, I have obviously up and down said that I am a big fan of risk and reward power systems, and this is no different. This is a very, very cut and dry good use of risk reward um, in a very, you know, Uh, uh, upfront way i mean it's literally like devils are like yeah i'll help you and uh these are my terms i will give you my power but those terms can be something like um the fox devil which aki uses and that has actually been called to be a benevolent devil the fox devil will is contracted to a bunch of other people kind of a contract hoe so to speak and um literally he can make a nice hand side and go Cone. and whatever he's looking through in his little uh, hand signal, uh, this giant big-ass fox head with what look like renegons will come out and just chomp absolutely. Right. Like Yoshi Yoshi snap. Um, yoink. Yoink. And yoink. Uh, in some other cases, these devil's contracts hey. are, <laughs> are... not That was uh, my little
1: Yoshi doing a little run thing through the air.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's about right? Yeah. Okay, I'm done with that. But the some of these contracts are pretty fucking deadly and it's the the illusion uh here is that it seems that the the higher stakes the contract the more powerful these devils seem to be there might be some exceptions we know some not all but uh this kind of goes into uh some of the really good scenes in this show i mean uh himana is basically dying and uh she is missing an arm Uh inherently because the Ghost Devil took it. The Ghost Devil, oh my god, what a horror show. What a cool looking devil. Um, it literally sees fear. It's so cool. Yeah.
1: (laughs) A very OP devil that ends up not doing
0: anything, unfortunately. Really sad about that one. Oh, just kind
1: of like kind of what I'm talking about. You can it's hard to make a character really good when you have them around for three episodes. Like, I think she was good. Yeah. But, like, imagine if we had her for a whole season and, and she was happened. like waxing devils left and yeah. right. And then it happens and you're like, wow, this is a really serious foe. Yeah. As it stands now, we don't even know if she was worth a shit.
0: Yeah. It's just a little tough. <laughs> you know what so, I mean? So, so, uh, uh, flustered by that. Not flustered, just fixed, vexed. I'm annoyed. It. It's like, annoyed. It's like, yeah. it's frankly
1: bad writing. To, to try to put all your eggs in the basket of like so look how much she liked aki and now she's gonna die and we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna like pan through a couple scenes where she says like sad shit and hope that that really just like carries the emotional weight of our show
0: and yeah. like that's all you're standing on emotionally Well sh- well that's the thing she isn't st- she isn't the emotional heartbeat aki is. In the face of that, in my mind,
1: I think they both are the emotional heartbeat of season one. one if you yeah, want to mid, call it midway, that, yeah, because that's the only two people who have shown any emotion. Fair, and I mean that's that's kind of I just for, like because every devil character also has that like almost deadpan look, except for Dingy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like
1: Pawa is, you know, her, she's a fucking chaos demon, but. She also, like, doesn't give a fuck about anyone. So, it's like... Like, she gives a fuck about Meowie. Right, other than Meowie. Yeah, Miari, Who's not a, anyone, by the way, so I still was right. <laughs> Fair enough. So, it's just like, it's a little tough to have an entire cast of people who don't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, it just feels like a, frankly, reductive, unfortunately, story, and then, like, not that well executed, unfortunately. I...
0: That's visually that, great. I, I think that's that's it's fun. It, it is fun. And the comedy is awesome in this show. The the thing for me here is Fujimoto has come out again to say that like he wants to write a story that keeps you on your toes. I think it deviates uh, i don't that, i, I don 't know if I agree with reductive because I think a lot of your anger here comes from the fact that it is deviating so much from the tenants that you 're used to, building a character up to make their death impactful, having an active agent of a main character. All of the things in Chainsaw Man are mad deviance from the the common shonen not common shonen just even the refined formula of shonen just kind of either subverted or thrown away entirely for something that is new is is un like not really touched very very often
1: well i don't particularly and like this is definitely a difference between you and i sure, but sure, i don't sure. think su- subversion makes it good i don't think it like is novel like if something exists the opposite Is in everybody's headspace when you think about it, right? Just just then showing it is not necessarily like oop. That's plus points for me, regardless of what the trope may be. I think it it can be like like let's just go to Shadow of Imminence, right? He's obviously intentionally like parodying MCs, and it's funny, it's enjoyable. But I don't. I wouldn't say that that makes it like written extremely well, right?
0: I guess that's fair. That's a fair point. I
1: think you can have both is all I'm trying to say. You can. They're they're mutually they're not mutually exclusive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And while I did say that power is my favorite, power the most interesting by far is Makima. The one we've we've been kind of been hushing about because wow, I mean, from the moment she came onto the page, I was Honestly, Were you like captivated? No, quite the opposite. Were you controlled? I was I was ch- I'm chilled. I was like, who the fuck just walked in to this carnage with complete like 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 uh, stoicism on their face and presented in such a calm manner like and throughout the show, I mean, when I was talking about contracts with the devils, we find there is, she is a, an ice bitch for She sure. is an ice quang, dude. She okay, she like she basically on the way back from consoling Denji about like you got this, like, you know what, you you you're you're a great asset and all that. Um, and uh he has his uh weird quorum with like sleeping with Hamino uh Himano, uh, she gets she and a bunch of other of her public safety people get fucking waxed in like a coordinated multi-staged hit and What happens after she just doesn't die, she's just up, and then everyone on that train that is not, that is like an attacker, dies, and we don't really know how. She then asks, get me 10 death row inmates of the highest order, and they take them all up to a shrine in Kyoto, miles, hundreds of miles away, and... They basically blindfold everyone, even her assistants. She's the only one who can see. She asks for the name of the Yakuza person to be said by the death row inmate. That person drops. She takes her hands and spins them and squeezes them like a bug in her hands. And these people, hundreds of miles away, pop like fucking sausage balloons right holy shit and no explanation that's all you get she is chilling to be sure she she is the most interesting piece of this and just has everyone under control at her beck and call (laughs) and it is fucking wild to me that they have a character that he's built a character like this with just presents such a presence and it's pretty masterful the way that like She's just kind of controls every situation. So, I mean, I don't know. I love her. I can't wait for her, like, arc to continue and everyone get to see what she's all about. Um, but uh, at this moment, damn, she is cold. Absolutely cold. Yeah. Huh. I can't. She's, she's again, I think power is more fun, but power Maguima is absolutely adds, <laughs> yeah. more fun. Magima adds little a powie, real little powy. She has such an interesting wrinkle to all of this. I mean, she literally served up the Yakuza's family's eyes to their face in a paper bag and says, we have someone at the agency that can put them back in just fine, you know, if you, you know, help us out. Right. What? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, God, reading that, like, I, I... the, the yeah, I,
1: I don't know. I mean, like when you have this world where devils exist, and clearly the government is not shy about using them, right? Like, I think this kind of thing probably isn't as rare in that world as like it seems chilling, obviously, um, to us <laughs> who don't have devils running around stealing eyeballs. <laughs> but in this case, it's like it seems like relatively. Par for the course, I would think, if she's out there trying to get something done with a
0: criminal element, let's just say... Oh, no, she's... Yeah, she's ready to get it done, right. however, however means necessary, for sure. Love that. Yeah, I mean, like, once again,
1: though, until you find out what her deal is, pretty lackluster, unfortunately, and do just you know, like... Do you know what her deal is? I do. How'd you find her what her deal is? <laughs> I'm good like that, I, I guess. I guess so. Like, um, fine. But it just like you got nothing on the screen for 12 episodes frankly until we find out like the real interesting parts the gun devil uh, beyond that obviously. Beyond, yeah i
0: guess beyond that sure sure
1: like they did a decent job of building up the gun devil as like a problem
0: <laughs> what a what a brilliant way and like they literally say like with numerous terrorist attacks hitting all over the world the gun devil inherently was literally born that day and killed like 250,000 people around the world in 15 minutes. Like just, I think they said almost 1.2 million or something. Oh, that's right. 250,000 just in America. Yeah. Yeah. And just wiped a path around the world. Just devastation. Again, that's a very real kind of grounded way to present a villain. Like Of course, the world is scared of gun violence, and that fear amalgamated into what would be equally a powerful of an entity. Which, holy shit, powerful it is. Um, So, I I mean, this is it's this has kind of been an interesting conversation because I didn't realize we would deviate this much from our takeaway from that from that show. But I, as someone who read the uh, read the manga, I was actually expecting to come in like not getting a lot out of it kind of in your camp like i've already seen it all what more could the anime do i think in in a couple elements the anime couldn't really capture the manga you know the bloody you know carnage art that he put on the page Uh, some elements were a little bit lackluster there but some of the quieter moments in the animation and the way they portrayed the literally cinematography instead of just anime in my mind is was a bar none like there's nothing that could step to it uh in a couple cases so i don't know i walked away extremely satisfied i do think that the story is you know while listless at first it really tightens up but i think that a lot of things start that way um and i kind of have a soft spot for you know passive characters with meager goals still that still fight their ass off in spite of them or for them really not in spite of them um they hit all my notes Which is kind of which is kind of interesting for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I require characters with like serious emotional depth. Unfortunately, in a lot of cases, like that's why Ichigo matters to me, right? Like on on, like a different level than a lot of characters. Even like uh, to a lesser degree, um, Asta. He does have emotional depth. It doesn't come out very often, but there's like a point there, right? um and in this case like i know that they are they are basically forcing all of the characters to have no emotional depth as a result of like the horrific shit they have to do and the weird stuff that they have to deal with and i get that like they clearly tried to show Kobini as being like the normal person who's freaking out because this sucks balls. And, she, <laughs> yeah, and right. she wanted to go to college, but her parents forced her to come
0: do this. Yeah, it's a pretty shit situation. Right? Her reaction like, makes I, sense. I agree
1: with you. People's reactions to her based on that are uh, like stupid because that's literally the point. Yeah, right. That's right? what it's meant to be. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, I, I don't feel like this was extremely novel of a series. Like, the only thing that's like it's not even that novel because gunhead exists or whatever that fuck was called. (laughs) Yeah, it's gunhead. Right. Whatever that stupid show was called. But like, there's nothing all that different. Like, I don't know. It's just, um, and frankly, the devil power thing is like also pretty like non-inventive, pretty like surface level. Like it's no different really than Jujutsu Kaisen. Like the idea of like the more people that are scared of it it makes it stronger is like, really like a toddler approach to like powers Mm -hmm. rather than like black clover was different because of how, and this is only for the first bit, unfortunately, but how like powers would show up once you show a level of aptitude, they would change based on that. They were like endemic to the person and could be different. Like even within water powers, you could have a very specific set. Like what I think is interesting is I'm reading like a, Dumb amount of manwa again these days, but they do a lot. The um, manwa are doing a lot with like basically the idea of like emulating a like a national hero or like somebody of myth and then creating a power set around that. And then it's like super different, right? Because every every mythical person or species, you know, whatever it would be, like there's the the one. Where like the frog
0: carries the scorpion a- across the yeah the frog and the scorpion squir- it's about you know character the uh, nature of the being doesn't right. Want to change like, right?
1: that would be like a power that's very very s- different
0: than so it's based literally on the myth someone can be right. endowed with a myth right exactly okay. like stuff like that is p- is
1: pretty common right now yeah um, the omniscient reader viewpoint thing hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah I
0: love omniscient reader the
1: hardcore leveling hero they they're doing similar stuff there where you like are embodying kind of like a like almost a virtue of somebody, you know what i mean? Whereas this is just like it's pretty bland unfortunately. I think it's cool, but it's it's honestly not much different than Jujutsu Kaisen and like weirdly enough, I think this boosts my already rising opinion of Jujutsu Kaisen
0: because of like how bland this was for me personally. Fair enough. I, I, I see you and we'll see you there and I can understand this this show two things that kind of as a final note before I give the score one for those that are kind of sitting squarely in Ethan's camp I will say that this definitely feels like a show that once completely finished needs to be watched in like a bench I think once we have everything adapted it's gonna be a tight coherent package. But sadly, right now we have the only the single core. We only really have the setup. And um I I I put my eggs in that basket where I'd say that it's one of those things that a lot of Attack on Titan lost a lot of its juice because if you go back and look at it all as a cohesive package, I think it speaks for itself. But it didn't really shine very well in like the first like like the second part of the second season, like by itself is like, alright, like, yeah, it's fun, it's good, it's solid, but it doesn't it's not the full story to tell. And sadly this is a story that's banking on its entirety, not its chunks. And I I can totally understand why someone can look at this first core and be like, yeah, no, that that was soft. That was real soft. Second being, honestly, that I I understand that like the this show, I think, is so off the beaten path in a lot of ways. I know you've, you've kind of make a case for its reductiveness, though. I think it is really playing on some d- really different takes of it. I mean, we have like the reductive, a toddler surface level view of devil powers getting stronger. Or the devil's getting stronger because people fear them more. Well, the, the devastation is very human, very real. I think that that is where they're playing on the effect of the fear rather than ooh powering up fear itself is ooh I'm getting a boost. Everyone hates chainsaws now. If well, they did that, I'd be pissed. Like that. That's not what happens here. Um,
1: right. But like even Fire Force, I think does a better job of showing like the world's reaction to this stuff. Like it's it's weird in a lot of these scenes in sh- in throughout this arc or whatever. They show, like, the aftermath or whatever. People are still just walking around doing their, their, like, daily life as if nothing's, like, going on. And then there's even, like, scenes where, like, people had witnessed insane shit or, like, were saved by Chainsaw Boy. And it's just, like, a video of them saying, like, oh, I want to thank Chainsaw Man for saving my life. And it's just, like, it just, it, there's something, like, I I understand it's supposed to be, like, Uncanny Valley. Like, it's not, this, something's clearly fucking wrong with this world. But it's just like, it's so uneventful, almost. Like, so is there like a fucking predator missile devil, and then like probably a missile you,
0: devil sounds rad. Actually, can you
1: use predator missiles to kill predator missile devil?
0: Uh, maybe bigger, maybe big, bigger predator missiles. I don't know. But to to your to your point, the the populace like we're op-
1: regular fucking like soldiers. I mean, can they kill devils like they just didn't do anything in this arc to explain
0: like the world situation? They kind of said we are set up by the government to do this task. No one else really does it because we've been granted special access to use special individuals. How is that any real different than, say, MHA? The public is relying on public safety the same way they rely on heroes. One Punch Man, the public relies on heroes. We're having cities waxed off the map and people in City C are just like, we're good like they're just kind of living they're chilling and like in in my hero academia the citizens are like oh no like yeah there's villains running around that can literally blow up city blocks but like we chilling because the heroes got it right this is that world but with public safety they're like oh yeah like like yeah there's devastation but like public safety's got it that's why they're like oh yeah i'll think chainsaw man he was in the public safety outfit appreciate him like yeah he's he's here to help us out that's kind of that's kind of the take i got where it's just like yeah, I don't know. It's, it's that blind. reliance. I do reliance understand the, that, but it yeah. does feel like blind reliance for the populace. You there. could do a better
1: job with the show if you just show, like, I don't know, them out and about one day, not doing devil shit.
0: Just like chilling. They did a couple times, actually. No, they didn't. We, I mean, them out to have like after party out there, literally chilling with Aki at his place, like. But like, like we have zero world building here. We just have
1: bad shit's been happening. I don't know. There's just like there's a (laughs) there's an obvious piece missing for me that like I can't get behind it.
0: Fair enough. Entirely. We'll have to see in the next take because I think we're about to get into some more. I think the next chunk, maybe like volumes five through seven, I think start to hit home on on resolving some of the stuff for you, I think. Okay. Yeah, it does. There are new new players come into the fold that really start to. Uh engage here with some of the problems that you have. But again, uh, it's th- this is me literally officially doubling down to trying to get Ethan to like it more. But again, it's up to Chainsaw Man to do it. It's up to the story. So dare I ask? Well, I, I am dare- not, I would <laughs> not be surprised if they do
1: actually answer some questions and make this interesting farther into the future, knowing what I know. Right, right. But I, this is, I think the problem with, manga readers and potentially with like big hype stuff is like you're hyped for something that's going to happen in four seasons but then you still rate season one like immensely it is what I'm concerned about as a overall um, community not you in particular
0: <laughs> it might be in a second actually <laughs> but do you know what I mean like I do I do I do because they have the full picture right they, so, the, so but like you
1: can't rest like the the showrunners can't rest on their laurels and be like, oh, we got some dime
0: shit coming in season four, dog. So let's just let's keep it cool in season one and really sell <sighs> it in season three. Is what you're saying kind of like they shouldn't be doing that. I know that's the thing. Mappa's is really going full hog on chainsaw on chainsaw man they're like literally he came out and said from a visual and technique standpoint this is like the new era for Mappa which I think they delivered on pretty well I mean from a visual standpoint fuck it looked fantastic like next gen anime in my mind like I mean very similar I think to Dora Hetero which we both enjoyed the visuals right right I I think that was kind of their prototypical take on this gritty kind of element here (laughs) um but yeah like I said dare I ask what would your score be for Season one of Chainsaw, man. Maybe like a 72 D-Gens out of 100. Not bad. Not bad. I was going to say 86 tick grabs out of 100. I knew he would diverge, but I wouldn't go to 90. And I, I'm trying to be objective here, right? I think there are a couple problems. And I'm saying that from a manga reader. There's some things I didn't hit quite right. There's other moments that were elevated by the medium. But as a first core, for me... It hit a lot of the notes I like to see in a shounen, you know, a unusual main character, a very, very lovable in my mind cast that kind of drive the emotional beat and drag Denji along by his knees and his ankles. And uh, basically the like comedy by his fantastic. Pull cord, yeah, Basically by his pull cord, get your fucking chainsaws over here, out. Woody. You got a goddamn job to do, dude.
1: Will- There's a snake in my boot. I will. He tongue- should have done that. That been <laughs> <isn't>
0: hilarious. <laughs> Put him up, partner. Stick him up. The, uh, just the, the, I just love, it. like, someone's like, hey, I'll tongue punch you in the throat if you go slash that guy. Safe? I'll do it. I'll do it right now. You, you promise, right? You said you would. I'm promising, right? I, I just, I don't know. He, he is. I was thinking he might have gotten,
1: like, drunk off of her throw up that. Oh, no, remember she
0: drank beer and then, like, kissed him later and, like, put it in his mouth? But I think he was already drunk. How'd he get knocked out? Uh, He literally passed out from throwing up a bunch because he had it in his mouth. And they carried him out. Yeah, carried him out. I've fucking been there, so... (laughs) There you go. But yes, a wildly divergent classroom here. Uh, Figured it was going to be that way, but it was interesting to have the conversation and see how it went. Um, Here's the opening season two. I think, honestly, it will. I mean, 14 points can't be our biggest spread. No, I don't... Well...
1: <laughs> Some, yeah, someone's got
0: someone's got the the score chronicles that they might actually know. We can probably we have notes to refer to on our scores. <laughs> um, we can check if that's the biggest differential. Which something like to your point, something tells me it's not. um But yes, thank you for coming to this hotly debated class. If you would like to also debate. Who of our opinions here, which side of the uh of the fence you want to sit on? Come on over to our Discord. Don. Look, I'm
1: already aware everybody's gonna be on your
0: side here. I just don't, don't think I don't think everybody. I just don't think they should be. That that's and that's the fun <laughs> of it. Yeah. Come pick a side. This is this is friendly war over there at patreon.com/slash One dollar up. Get you into the Discord with all of our past guests and the lovely Patreon folk where we talk about literally anything we or comes to our minds and probably after this episode drops we'll have a nice little chainsaw man debate in the discord three dollars and up get you the syllabus sidebar our lo-fi high vibes. sometimes anime sometimes not sometimes visual and sometimes on high to Show show we talk about life and things that may not fit into the uh i don't know the uh curriculum here in the classroom <laughs> I should, nice i should say that more honestly very nice yeah uh Anywhere you're getting your podcast fixed, we're already on the platform. You're already there too. We're all here together. So you can just pop over and down and listen to over 190 episodes, including some of our old extra credit stuff that you can enjoy all the shows and the topics we've talked about. And if you want to drop us a line about shows we should watch, just want to say hi. All of those links are in anywhere you're currently on right now. Like, comment, and subscribe. Anywhere you do the thing. And I think that is it. It. Uh, and I, I guess now we have to go fight in the basement, right? Like it's come to blows. I don't this, think this that's necessary. Is, it's not necessary, but only one victor will come out on top. We, we have to do there this. There can be only one. We can. There can be only one. Really? But until we go nine rounds bare knuckle and someone will eventually have to win. I'm Ricky. And I'm the Highlander. And this is the Weebology. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> there can be only one. There can be only one.